with Soap is F. Hi, it's Sam. Here is Ray. It's your girl, Legs. Hey, it's Chrissy J. And welcome to another episode of Melanated Aces. Good morning, ladies. Good morning, Chrissy. Good morning. Hey, guys. What's poppin' five? Is that a new New York slang now? What's poppin' five? Oh, that's been around for years. Yeah, yeah it has been around. <laughs> What's poppin' five? Ev, you sound so old. Is that a New York slang now? I, I've, heard, I've heard what's popping slime, but I didn't know five was a part of this. Yeah, remember um, Troy would have, I think he used to say that. I think it's like in his like Instagram handle. Like the word, I, that's where I got it from. Oh. Okay. Well, what's popping five? Um, oh, gosh. Uh, let's not do that, huh? <laughs> Sorry. I'm short my age. We're aunties up in here. Um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so how was everyone's week? Long and stressful. The long and stressful. Glad it's over. Mm. Yeah. Y'all already know I was moving. So mm-hmm. I'm like unpacking my room and just still. I hate moving. Like, God. I was excited to leave like the other place. But like, it's just a process of unpacking and getting acclimated with your new space that is just uh, annoying but I, I like my new space I've been able to set up a lot of the things that I wasn't able to in my last place so yeah I'm looking forward to the memories that you know the spaces to bring but my walls are really bare and I need like some artwork or something but yeah that was my week just unpacking and dealing with new home issues or whatever mm-hmm. that's lovely new spaces yeah it's always fun i too hate moving i hate packing i hate unpacking but i love yeah. filling up a new space yeah for so, sure yeah i like unpacking i don't like you packing. like to unpack right me you gonna take a bus and, and come do this because i don't think new york can cross state lines right now but yes when i'm able to i will gladly help you unpack well, she's going to be done by then. Right. Well, <laughs> well, save me a box and I can show you what I'm working with. <laughs> nah, looking at the boxes makes me anxious and I just want to pick myself. Nah. <laughs> but thank you. I'll, I'll think of you when I, the next time I move. Yeah, FaceTime me, girl. I can help. FaceTime, sis? That means I got to put all my body into it and you tell me what to do? No, thanks. Yeah. Man, exactly. Uh, no. <laughs> thank you, though. Thank you so much. No prop up. That is funny. What's going on in Jamaica, Shady? What's popping? How's Jamaica, the sun? Jamaica. The sun is amazing. I'm like three shades darker, but only in my arms <laughs> and my face. My legs are still white. Yeah. Aren't you out there in like some shorts and stuff? No, I be covering up my legs. But it's mostly too like when I go out like into like the city or the town or whatever um i'm wearing pants so okay aren't you hot no you get used to it like when you live in that climate you get used to the heat so that's nothing and trust me you think i'm hot just wearing pants hey you should see (laughs) like Others that live here and they will be in a full on hoodie, yeah, like what? a hat. Yes, so <laughs> walking around, so don't play. I swear, Jesus, you'll be looking at them like, Wait, 
they're not gonna pass out from like mm-hmm. no they'll be fine well that's one way to lose weight girl <laughs> is that true that is girl it's very common for like family members to come down and visit and i mean they could be here for literally just a week and when they come back like you guys will look at them and be like wow you lost weight i can see mm-hmm. it in your face mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah so true mm-hmm. that's why i'm trying to go to haiti real quick and just like shut all this weight real quick maybe i need to go well, whenever y'all catch your next flight, to mm-hmm. let me know so I can hop aboard with y'all. Mm-hmm. You know, I hate heat. Me too. I'm, about to say, I'm not that much of a fan of heat, though. I, I, hate love, heat. I love heat. I love heat. We know, Chris. You will I have hate to cold. on 90 mm-hmm. degrees inside of a house. Sure. Yes, yes sure. Chris. Yeah. I was that light-skinned kid that turned red in the heat. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I still turn red. So, no. I don't like it. Not at all. Funny story, when I was younger, um, like I said, yeah, I love the heat. And I would wear long sleeves in the summertime, long pants and everything like that. Like, I was wearing a hoodie. And in my bedroom, it was the hottest room in the house, in my mom's house. And so I always stayed up there. Door was closed. And they called my room the dungeon. Because yeah. they came in there, they're like, how are you in here? And, da, da, da. and I would wake up with bloody noses and stuff like that. Oh because awesome. it was a hot man. She's but nobody a could tell me. crazy woman. No one could tell me a thing. Nah, she's a wild child. They tried putting a fan in there. I would always turn it off. I'm like, no, I'm too cold. Because I get cold very easily. And it really, like, affects my body. So yeah. I love the heat. The heat is my best so friend. You belong in Texas. Like, that was just a hell yeah. This is This is nothing. I love wow. it. Wow. Okay. It's no, so true. You always got multiple articles of clothing on that. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty always, sure like, it was like a funny joke. I definitely don't remember. <laughs> I know it was like, funny. I'm always wearing clothing. Like Sam always used to say something like, you're never dressed for the weather. Like, <laughs> 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 like today is 80 degrees out and you're not dressed for 80 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> I know I said something like that. <laughs> I can just imagine her walking into Shaw, like to step practice. And she got that stuff on. Like, oh, she got the jacket, the hoodie, the sweater, yeah. the long sleeve shirt, <laughs> the Yo, jeans, the boots. Speaking of school, I was watching a movie. It's, uh, it's a show. It's called Saving Jacob. Hmm. Rescuing Jacob. It's something on Apple TV. And guys, it was filmed in Boston. And on the Mount Ida campus. What? Yes. When? Um, How did you know that? It is with Chris Evans. It's fine. Really? Yes, girl. Yes. Because you know Chris Evans. Um, Captain America. Remember, there was those memes that were coming out, and they he had a bonnet on and fake nails. Him. Yeah. Yes, him. Um, And there's another video of him like hollering at a black girl, getting her number, and like running to the car. He's so but yes, I was watching it yesterday with my brother, and um, I was okay. It's Boston based, and I saw Mutant Cars, and it was the front of Shaw, and I was like, "What? Oh, yes, the courtyard? Yes, the courtyard. Yep." And then they go inside of it some more because one of the characters, his wife, is like a teacher or something, and so she worked at. So they filmed a lot of scenes there, and then there was like one part. It's like there was a form, a semi-formal, and y'all remember how it used to be when. The bus would be outside waiting us t- for us to pick up, pick us up for like our semi formals, yeah. and it was like literally like I was like, oh my god, look at Ida, 
Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. So, rescuing Jacob or saving Jacob, it's on Apple TV. Oh, we all got that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, Well, does anybody pay for Apple Music? No. I do. Uh, I'm a title. Then you have a Raven. Okay, let me go check all of that nonsense. I pay for a lot with iTunes and Apple. I didn't didn't even know I had it. I, um, I just went to log in. Because y'all, I ain't got no cable right now that's, like, tormenting me. So, I'm, like, trying to find things to watch, and I'm over Netflix. So, yeah. I um, Because I had asked on the group chat. I was like, who got Apple TV login? And none of y'all had it. So, mm-hmm. I went to go look. And I went to log in my information on my phone app. And then it, like, brought me back to my Apple Music app and told me, like, the subscription I have. And I was like, oh, word. So, if you have Apple Music, you have Apple TV. So, yeah. That's how I learned I had it. But yeah, Rescuing Jacob, pretty good. I think they drop episodes like on a weekly basis, which I do not like. Y'all already know I love to binge watch shows from start to finish. So ladies, last week we kicked off the M series with Miss M. Yes, we did. And we covered, you know, something that was near and dear to my heart. My spirit just should be. Um, thank you guys all for the kind words and the encouragement. I really appreciate it. I should fact check and let you guys know that there are nine types of muscular dystrophy. I know I kind of said like there were like 15 to 100, but like my, I was just really trying to focus and like answer the questions and not be nervous, but there are nine types. But again, thank you for your kind words and the support. Really love Love you guys and appreciate you all. All right, ladies. So it's Mother's Day weekend, and I'm excited about it. Yeah. Um, I love Mother's Day weekend and just spoiling my mama's all of them. <laughs> but we have our own honorary mama in the within the group, Ray. Yes, Ray. <laughs> yes. Shatas. What? Okay. <laughs> How is everyone spending Mother's Day this weekend? In the house. Not real. Right. Uh, I mean, like with your mom, like what you doing? Uh, obviously, you're home. We're quarantined, so. She's cooking. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, wait, hold on. Time out. In my defense, like in the Haitian culture, Crystal, and you know this, we have our own Mother's Day. We don't True. typically celebrate True. the American Mother's Day. Yeah. So, like, when this holiday comes, it's like, okay, that's cute. But, mm-hmm. like, we don't celebrate to like the next Sunday or two Sundays from now, and like two Sundays from now. Yeah. So yeah. on a typical American Mother's Day, it's nothing. But like in the Haitian culture, like we'll go to church, you know, be like a whole big celebration, and mm. go to dinner after or something like that. So in my reality, like today we wouldn't be doing much. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So what do you have? plan for your mom then on Haitian's Mother's Day? Maybe I'll cook. I don't know. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Maybe I'll cook. (laughs) Yeah. That is funny. That is funny. Well, my mom is like no fuss dust. She doesn't really care. I'm going to give her my card and she wants perfume. So I'm like, hey, you get it with this card kind of thing. Um, Usually I would give my mom a card. She loves cards. She likes cards with effort. So there, there is that, you know, side where she loves cards. She really has saved probably all of my cards. So um, I think I've even so much. So I think I even like gave her a card twice. 
like in one year and stuff. So if she wants me to cook, you know, I'll do that. If she wants me to do something, I'll do it. But she is fine in her chair listening to her audiobook and watching <laughs> maybe TLC. Like she literally is no fuss at, at this point in life. She's like, okay. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my mom's never made a big thing about Mother's Day either. I've never, yeah. she's never been like, oh, so what you got me this this year? Like it's never been that ever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if I don't even have money, she's like, it's fine. It's whatever. But I know when I get paid and she wants something from Amazon, if I put something in our cart, she going to put something in our cart too. So <laughs> I, think, I think there's like a bacon fryer in there right now that I refuse to pay for, but I'm, I'm going to pay for it, but I'm just waiting for her to pay for it first. Cause she ain't. So. That's funny. Yeah. My mom wasn't like a, like Ev saying, or, you know, what you going to get me and all that stuff. We, well, I'm gonna speak for myself. My brothers, they're another story. But mm. I would love, like, I love to go above and beyond for my grandma, for my mom, my auntie, because it was all three of them basically raised us. And so it was Mother's Day all around, you know, everybody gets it. So um, we would do the American one for sure. And then again, um, celebrate a bit more for the Haitian Mother's Day but I would love to make cards. As I got older, I would send like flowers and like just, she wasn't allowed to touch a thing. I would get on my brothers if like, they were like, what's for dinner or something? I'd be like, go sit down. She's not cooking. <laughs> I'm like, you're not moving. You're going to watch movies. You're just going to relax. And she's like, oh my gosh. Like she would be like, you're doing too much. I'm like, no, you deserve it. So this year, I mean, I've been living here in Texas for almost five years now oh lord um but so i haven't spent mother's day with her since i've moved here and so i mean it's just another year um where i'm here but i typically would send her like some edible arrangements she loves fruit um and she'll (laughs) she'll get all dressed up and take pictures with like balloons and stuff and send it to me and like i'll call her I've seen her photo shoots. Okay. She is so funny. She'll call me and she'll be like, Did you get my my picture? I did a a nice little shoot outside. And I'm just like, "Mm -hmm, I got it. You're so cute. You're so cute. So, yeah, doing the same this year Um, for my auntie, just sending a lot of love and light for her. We can't see her right now, but but yeah, I think that's that's what I'm doing. That's cute. What about you, Shankster? Well, as you guys know, I'm away from my mother currently, and I've been away probably like the past two or three years or so, I think, maybe even like four years, because I was also living in New York for a while. But um, like in the past, I know a guarantee, like I always make sure my mom and my grandmother, her mother is like always set for Mother's Day, um, kind of like Krista, like I always just make sure I go up over and beyond for them. I would say they're both very simple. One thing is a must on the menu, like as a gift for them, is flowers. Like there's no doubt. My my mom and my grandmother naturally is a flower person. So any day of the week is like that's a must. If you're coming, like don't come with your two long hands. (laughs) They both love lilies and roses. Bring a nice bouquet and like you're good. Um I love giving cards, so that's a must because I appreciate cards. When Sam was talking about her mom, cards with details, that is me. I am cards <laughs> with details. I'm cards with effort. Like, um, I love cards. I have 
all my cards that was given to me as a child till now. Um, so I always pay attention to, you know, the details. If you take a good time to pick out a card. So I always do that for them. Like I would sit in the aisle and read cards and be like, mm, nope, that doesn't apply. That's not a <laughs> relationship. Um, so this year, you know, it's most likely, you know, like just a phone call and like doing something, maybe purchasing or sending money or something like that because I'm not there in the physical. I must say, though, that probably is the hardest thing for me um, because I do enjoy the factor of like being there with my mom and my grandmother. Um, and I know they appreciate my presence, most importantly, and like doing something and not being around them for the past few years for like Mother's Day or even birthdays is a very weird feeling. But yeah. like I said, it's been a few years now. So like I'm also starting to get used to it. But even last night, I'm just like, it's so weird that I'm not going to be in the physical presence of, you know, my mom or my grandmother. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely, I feel you on that. So, Mama Ray, right? How are you, you spending? Spend it? <laughs> Alone. <laughs> Alone. My child is not here because of this stupid quarantine, and this is the first Mother's Day I'm gonna be without him. So, if he doesn't call, best believe. Oh, um, we oh he better problem. call. He be- I see right. FaceTime with a call. card that he made and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to see face. Story he made for Ooh. you and all. Not everything. We- we will have a problem. That's what I gotta say. He's gonna call. Um, yeah, he is. <laughs> there's just no way. Um, besides that, my mom is just like everyone else is kind of. She really isn't big on it. Um, then also my mom isn't someone who's like cares for gifts and stuff like that. So it's like it's hard because she's not your girly girl mom either. Mm. So she doesn't care for jewelry. She don't care for flowers. She don't care for none of that stuff. So each year she'll send us all a link to Fossil, and we all have to get her a watch. Okay, Mama's and I gotta go find her watch because supposedly it was mailed, and if this heifer took it already, me and her gonna fight when she get off of work today. Oh my well, god! Maybe, well, maybe you can fight after Mother's Day. Yeah, tomorrow. No, no. The box had my name on it. No, no. Well, maybe. Me and her gonna have a long conversation, but yeah. Um, I guess uh, besides him not being here, this was like one Mother's Day. That I'm getting a lot of gifts. Like I've never, I don't ask for much. I don't ask for anything, honestly. And I'm getting flowers from exes. Um, what? I got well, yeah, yeah. I got a brand new TV. Wow. Oh. Okay. Uh, so yeah, and supposedly more on the way. So I'm just, I'm just kick my feet up, get my head of tea, and just watch the day go by. <laughs> mm. well, it sounds like a relaxing day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well needed. That is good. That is good. My brother is a parent, and do the does the parent want the child on the day, or do they want the break? Because. <laughs> I think like my brother will probably have my nephew for Mother's Day sometimes or and then his mom, my nephew's mom will have him for Father's Day. And it's like, do I I wonder like, does the parent want the child? Or does, you know, do they want the break? Mm. Um it depends. <laughs> it depends on the person. So like this is your first time without you this know. This is my first children. time. Yeah. So this how is my are you feeling? Time. Like Crazy. I know you it said weird. it's weird, but like you're also 
in a break at this point. Like, you don't have to, you know, cater to this child. You're being catered to today, technically. That's true. I mean, some parents be like, nope, this is my day. Relaxation, no kids, no nothing. Mm -hmm. I want the house to myself. Everybody get out. Then you have some of them, like, um, usually we will all go to my grandmother's house. Like, the whole family, we all go eat dinner and stuff like that, have fun and Mm -hmm. chill. So it's just like, I don't know what to do. I don't know. Do am I appreciative of this little break? Absolutely. Yes. It's quiet. Nobody's begging me to wake up at six in the morning, make no eggs. Yeah. See, I think when I'm a parent, I'ma definitely want that break. I'm gonna need my husband to take that child away. Like I'm gonna need to take that child. I'm gonna need like a spa day or something. Like, don't bother me. Like Give my gift in the morning, but then leave me alone. Leave me alone for the rest of the day. Like I think that's what the type of mother I'm gonna be. Y'all gonna watch y'all kids? Y'all gonna watch y'all kids? I feel like I'm gonna want my kids there. Um, who knows? I mean, I may want that break as well. <laughs> but <laughs> but I feel like I would want them there because I don't I don't know. I'm thinking about when I was younger. I felt like my. I mean, maybe she didn't want me there, but I that's felt like saying. she wanted Your me there. Probably annoyed. <laughs> I thought she enjoyed me, you know, catering to her and such. But I, I'm going to ask her that, actually. <laughs> I'm going to ask. I'm, I want to know. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to ask mine, too. I'm quite curious. I'm like, were you annoyed by me when yeah, this like, time? Or... It's like a day to celebrate them, but it's like they're annoyed with us every single day. So a day that we're celebrated, why not give it to them as a break? Especially yeah. now in yes. just, you know, Ooh, what's happening time? right now. Oh, my God. They, yes. just, they see... The, the fathers, if you're out there listening, she may not say it, but your girl, she want that child away from her. So yeah. be creative, take them outside, do what you gotta do, but give, give that break. mother a break today. I guarantee you, there's gonna be so many children and dads at the park today Ooh, because the girl. mom is at home <laughs> with masks on, with masks, right? With masks and on, a, bla- a gallon basement. of wine, right? Gonna, it's gonna be a whole lot of um, social distancing with oh, family. absolutely. <laughs> but mom, it's it's Mother's Day. Okay, that's that's, that's cute. Go with your daddy. Please take him now. Out. Get out. Out. You and him. Bye. Everybody out. House to myself. I didn't even think of that. That's a good point. Yeah, that is. That's a really good point. In my youthful years, I don't think that my mom ever wanted me away. Mm. Like at all. I don't think she ever wanted that break. Um, just from like stories I've heard and I know that she was like very attached to me. Like, you know, she always says like she asked God for me and I was, and she got me like exactly. And I know it was to the point where like, she almost didn't enroll me to into school. Cause like she was just so used to like having me like by her side, like taking me everywhere around her. And my grandma was like, what are you doing? Don't you see like this child's like five already? Like if she's not in school, <laughs> like this child needs to be in school with the rest of the kids. Like, you know, I didn't do no pre-K or like anything like that. And it was like, I was pushing six or whatever. So I don't think my mom ever wanted that break. She was just like, oh, yeah, school. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) That that thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, no, I think for her, um, if I asked her, I'm pretty sure I already know the answer. Like, she wouldn't be like, no, she didn't want me away. She wanted me right by her side. Like, I was her pride and joy. That's how I feel. I think maybe my mom would have wanted my brothers away. <laughs> but I think she wanted me there. Yeah. You know? Like, oh. 
Yeah, I I'm feeling that more and more and more I think about it. So girl yeah. bot. <laughs> right. <laughs> girl bot. Crazy. <laughs> I think my mom deserved a break. Um, with, I'm trying to think of myself as a child. I remember one time she told me, one time I was talking too much, and she was like, baby, just give mommy five minutes. Just five minutes. So I'm assuming that, like, there was probably a time where she probably was, and she was a single parent. So I'm pretty sure there was a time where she was just like, dude, give me a break. So, <laughs> so yeah. Same here, girl. Now it was five of us, single brothers. I know she wanted that break. Like, I know it. So, without question. That is true. But I'm for sure looking forward to being a mom. Like, that's something I think about often. And I know, Shane, you said that's on your goal this year. She is so. ready. Right. She's you ready. ready, bro. Ready. You ready, bro. <laughs> ready, bro. Yes. I Listen, if it was up to me, I would have had a child from, like, after I graduated from college. Like, if I could have made that decision or if, if i was in a solid relationship i should say right that time, i would have done that but yes i want to have kids listen i always told myself i want to have seven kids i was like i want to have my own basketball team like mm-hmm. of my children mm-hmm. i mean obviously now you know being 31 this month seven kids is not on the agenda why not but... well, bussy with triplets two sets of triplets and a child he can, you don't know what the lord got in store for you you really you don't, don't have i don't know what the lord has in store for me but i don't know if my body could also bear all <laughs> 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 but you say you'd also adopt so That's yeah true. yeah but you know it's just like i also kind of like have this fear in a sense at this age of having children and then I think about like you know the age my mother had me is ideal and I love it you know my mom had me at 20 she had me at 21 Mm. and for some people that might be young for me I think it was great because I grew with my mother Mm -hmm. like we grew together and one thing I enjoy is because like even when I was I remember going into elementary when I was in elementary school um, my mom was in college you know, so it's like when I get out of school, she was getting out of school and like we were doing the school thing. We come home, she's doing her homework. I'm doing my homework together. And as we grew, my mother was still youthful, you know, mm-hmm. and Raven, Raven could probably relate as mm-hmm. because she also has J.R. She had J.R. young, um, even younger. But the thing is, my mother was very youthful with me as I was going. So it's like we would go to all the amusement parks and do all that crazy, you know, weird things going like weird rides and things like that and I still got to enjoy my grandparents in their kind of young youthful ages so like they were still like maybe their 40s or their young 50s so they weren't already like I I know I see what my grandparents as my younger cousins like those who had kids late you know, my mom's siblings who had kids late, my young cousins around, my grandparents is like, oh, they're so loud and stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's so unfortunate because I got to enjoy my grandparents so much, like and my grandmother and get so many lessons and still have like her 40, 50, like youthful ways around her, you know? Mm-hmm. And now they're like, they're kind of over it or they can't do, they're not going to pick you up and swing you. It's like too much. They can only have you in doses. Mm-hmm. Um me being like in my 30s too as well I think about those things and I think about like when I get to 
this age, how old is my child going to be? How old is my mama and my daddy going to be? Mm-hmm. And then are they going to be able to, my grandparents, they're not going to, they might not be around to see my child graduate from high school. Like mm-hmm. that reality mm-hmm. of it, like bothers my soul. Like, yeah. yeah. So, you know, seven kids, when I think about that, like who's left to take care of seven kids? Oh, sure. No. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I thought the same thing too. I had my life planned out when mm-hmm. I was younger. I was like, by 23, I'm going to get married. And by 25, I'm going to have my first child. Because my mom had me at 25. And I, for some reason, like that number. But I'm 31, no prospect in sight, no sperm donor in sight. So I'm having that same thought, like, damn, I have a kid by next year or something. My mom is going to be this age. My grandmother is going to be this age. Like, it's not going to be the same. Um, But then again, I also think at this time, like, we're different this age group like like we are different from our parents so I feel like we will still be able to even if my daughter's 30 I'm gonna be 60 I for sure don't think I'm gonna be like the typical six-year-old Haitian parent like (laughs) I don't feel like I'll be as aged as it seemed or like as aged at that as that that number it's also about you too because you take care of yourself like you could be that you've seen those like 65 year old fit women that are like outrunning mm-hmm. all of us. Yeah. That could oh, be. Yeah. So, I mean, I get your point, but also, like, don't even look at that number because we're in a different age. We know how to take care of our bodies. And it, you know, you, you can still have the seven kids and still be youthful with your children. Like, yeah. Today's face. What's wrong? <laughs> But y'all know I want twin boys. Like I've always said this, I want twin boys. If the Lord just gives me that, I'm good. So, or you could just get your eggs out and freeze them, and then have them reimplanted, and then boom, there's your twins. Um, that's that's an option. You got that yeah. money for me? Let me know. It's when quite, you can yeah, pay. It's quite expensive. That's hey, like, let me let me do the procedure first. And yeah. then we'll see how much I got yeah. left over. And Send I got me you. the money. <laughs> Cash at me when you when you guys all Cash set. I can, I can do that. <laughs> but yeah. God's gonna play me and give me girls though. I feel it. <laughs> <laughs> I always envision I want to be the queen of my castle. I want my twin boys, my husband, and me. I want to be the woman in the house. That's it. That makes sense. Oh, yeah, you see. You're no, definitely you getting get a girl. <laughs> I know. Definitely I, know. Get a girl. I know. My mom, yeah. it's okay. My mom, initially, there was supposed to be seven of us. Two of them died in between me and my older brother. My mom wanted six girls and two boys. She ended up with four boys and one girl. So I feel like because she all that she prayed about was having girls and she ended up with boys, that's going to be my karma. All I talk about is having boys, having boys, having boys. And God's only going to give me girls. I mean, I prayed for a boy. Like, I mean, even before that's, junior. That's, like, I was like, nope, I'm having my, my first kid's going to be my son. It's going to be my son. It's going to be my son. And then boom. Well, let's pray. I just feel like I feel like it's gonna be a sick joke. Like, cause anybody who knows me, a sick joke. I always say this. I always say I want boys. I don't want no girls. I always say that. I always stress it. So I I just don't switch up. Thought about or look at your family. Look how how many you know female cousins or I don't. I know my family majority guys. I only have two or three female cousins. But but. I thought it was like like the 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 gene of the guy that like kind of determines that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's it's the guy gene. We automatically 
Mm-hmm. We so, automatically carry girls. Yes. The, the gene just, of the guy and the manifestation the, that you put into the universe. Okay, Lord. The Jesus, Thank you hear my prayer. You're going to give me a husband that <laughs> has all male genes and girl, we're going to have twin boys. There we go. All right. <laughs> Or if you just get one boy and then you can do like the Irish twin thing and then have another one. Yeah. I mean, right? I'm you Irish. Are an Irish twin. I know. I that's why I brought it up. <laughs> I am 10 minutes apart, like, from my brother. So I don't, but I don't know if I'm going to want to pop two babies back you to back like that. I know. Oh, child. But whatever. That could work too. If I don't get my that twin, work. I got. I got their names picked out and everything. So the Lord's not going to give me something like that in my heart and not give it to me. So. Whatever. Girl, I got names of all that picked out as okay. well. Okay. Yeah, me too. Okay. Everything. I um, got their onesies name. laid out. Okay. But I know God, he's going to give me a boy first. Mm. A boy is coming. Boy first. That's yeah. it. Man. That's it. I'm definitely going to have a girl for sure. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have a girl. I can't see you. I'm definitely going to have a boy. I want a tribe. I too, Shanae, would like... <laughs> <laughs> a whole like community okay i want mm-hmm. a whole clubhouse of mm-hmm. kids. A whole clubhouse. <laughs> they're gonna be raised on like this big old like not farm but a garden in the background yep. they're all gonna be selling on the yep. street on saturdays their veggies they're gonna be at the farmer's at market farmer's market farmer's market, farmer's market. <laughs> Wait, they're not even gonna go to the farmer's market because everybody's gonna come to them because that's yeah that's their work. farmer's Thank market they're not even gonna go there everybody's gonna come to them the farmer's yeah. market is gonna lose business <laughs> because Christelle's <laughs> children are going around and selling their stuff i'm telling you jam <laughs> oh my gosh it's gonna be great i can't wait oh yeah I want a lot of children. I mean, I see myself definitely as a mom, that real extra mom, like one of those soccer moms and oh, yeah. bring the snacks and whatnot and yes. all these extra things. Organized and everything. Right. Yeah. I have that that mom van that you click the button and the door opens. Yeah. And I, just flies <laughs> on. I can see. I can freaking see it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those are meditation sessions. <laughs> Not meditation sessions. Yeah. Like, meditation sessions. Yeah. I heard come get it anyway. Yeah, I heard that too. I've seen like videos of like moms doing that with, with their babies. It's so cute. Yeah, it is. It's so adorable. But yeah, I definitely I want a lot of kids. That's I, how, and she's gonna have a YouTube channel practicing meditation. Yes, children. <laughs> Chrissy's kids. Uh, Chrissy's kids. Chrissy's kids. <laughs> oh, yeah, how many kids you want? I'm gonna have two and a surprise. Um, because two I'm and a surprise. Okay, that's what I feel like. I feel like. I'm going to have two. And I'm like, I'm done. And then because me and my husband will probably obviously have so much sex that we're going to have a surprise. <laughs> That's what I really think. I'm very convinced. Because, well, I feel like because I say like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this. And then I get a surprise. And I'm like, wait, yeah. what? Really? <laughs> Pregnant? When? No, I already have two. This is not how it's going to work. So I think because <laughs> of how clumsy I am and I just already know I have two and a surprise. I think that I think I'm going to be a good mom. I just think that. I'm going to be a sports mom mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I'm going to be a sports mom, but I'm definitely going to be like the one on the sidelines. You know how like LeBron James and his wife are. I think that's going to be me and my husband like yelling and stuff, but <laughs> I'm going to be crying all the time with all their accomplishments. All the yeah, time. Gonna gonna cry. Annoying. Yeah. That's definitely me. And like, <laughs> like, Oh my God, here goes my mom crying again. I'm like, I'm just so uh-huh. proud of you. I already know that's coming. <laughs> I will be here. But I think I'm, I, I just, you know, I think I'm going to be a good mom, though. That's you I'm will. Yeah, Definitely. Sure. I don't, 
first see any of us like being terrible to our children. Yeah, no, not at all. I think uh, it's gonna be hilarious when all. Oh my god! What? Yeah, I can't wait. And our different parenting <laughs> skills and stuff. I oh can't wait god. to sit back and laugh. Me and my son, grown, get wait, to sit back and laugh at kids? all you newborns. Do you want more kids? Huh? Excuse do you want me. More children. Come again. Uh, are, do you really not hear me, or are you just like funny? no? <laughs> oh. like, no. Um, I do want more kids, but like how Shanae said, you know, the age and thinking about like the numbers and stuff. When I'm forty, Papa's gonna be twenty, so it's like that's great. Do I really wow. want another thing running around calling me mommy? Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. And I'm still gonna be young too, and that is gonna be a huge age gap because like he will be nine. His sibling. Mm-hmm. He'll be nine this year, so whatever kid I do decide to have is going to be a huge age gap. Um, but I mean, that's a babysitter for free, so true. You gotta yes. look at it like that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> my older brother was my babysitter, like he's a responsible one, and yeah, he's a baby of my children, so I'm already ready. And so, when you're being a papa, that's what's yeah. going to babysit all our kids. At this point. Yo, we all going come to together. Y'all. I'm gonna tell you that right now. They're all gonna be weird looking kids, not looking, but they're gonna be weird acting kids because we're all gonna act like our, they're gonna act like us. Yeah. And Junior's gonna be like, What the hell? Like, what is this? <laughs> Poor thing. You're like, like you'll be like, great. Poor thing. Because I'm like, mommy, can you mm, bye? Or mm, you'll, you'll do great. <laughs> I hope so. Jesus Lord. <laughs> but yeah, I have like I want a big, I want a basketball team. Just like my starting five. Yes. <laughs> I just want to hope. That's why I'm like, okay, baby, you need to start getting it together. Go find your person. And uh right. I'm saying I'm ready. I want to have this babies, man. I just want to yeah. pop them out. Mm-hmm. I want them to look like me. I just think they're gonna look like me. They're gonna make the faces that I make. Oh yeah, yeah. my jeans are pretty strong. Like Mine I look too. like my grandmama, my yeah. mama. Like yeah, no, you're. They're all my gonna kid. have that Ev face. I can. They are. Mm-hmm. Like wow, you look like your mom. Don't be looking at me like your mama. Like I can't wait to say that stuff. <laughs> so happy that my family has strong jeans. I was so happy that Isaiah came out with my mean mugging he face. Looks like, just Isaiah like looks you. just like you. love it. I love it. And he stole your it. whole face. Mm-hmm. He did. He did. And I but do it. any of you so, have any fears, like, for being a first-time mom? Yes. Raven, I want to hear you, too, but, like, other, because uh, we're not there yet, Um, but, like, mm-hmm. what fears do you guys have? Like, I, 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 don't, I mean, I don't think I'm afraid of, like, childbirth or anything, but I refuse to watch any videos or anything like that. I don't know. I don't want to be the parent that, like, drops their kid or like (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know like I don't I'm scared that like I won't know what to do or like they're crying too much like I don't know what I'm gonna like I don't that's like my fear like not knowing what to do what they want like being by myself and like having the baby and not knowing what to do Ev do you feel like um with your muscular dystrophy this is just thinking about it. Do you feel like there'll be like a struggle when you do have a baby? Um, yeah. Cause like I said, my, my, I have a uh, weakness in my shoulders. Mm-hmm. So like my fear is always like, oh my God, like I can pick things up, but like as that child get bigger, I ain't going to be able to pick that thing up. Maybe heavy. Yeah. So like, I'm just praying for a, like a proactive husband. That's like going to be understanding and like, no, like, mm. yeah. 
Um, but that is a fear of mine, not being able to like, because I know I could carry, I could push a child out or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like when that child's here and in needing of things, I want to be able to make sure that I can, you know, be active. So like mm-hmm. even with my nephew, I try to stay active, and um, mm-hmm. and when it happens for me, I'm prepared. And I'm just hoping that, you know, I have a husband. I know I'm going to have a supportive husband that's going to yeah, yes. be there for me and stuff like that. So if you called him a husband by that time, he would have been su- supportive. Okay. Yeah. And if you calling him a husband. Okay. I think for me, my fear, honestly, I'm not afraid of childbirth. I plan to do natural childbirth. Um, mm. I'll have a doula. I'll have my midwife by my side and everything because I want to pull out my baby. I'm going to pull out my baby. Yeah, great. Yeah, you are. Um, are you gonna eat your placenta too? I am. Thank okay. you for asking. Yes. Yes, I am gonna. Yes. I am gonna I'm so. Oh, I'm excited yes. about that piece, and I will be the one to watch the videos. I like that. I like that shit. Oh hell! So, I heard it's good for you, but I would need a chaser <laughs> for a chaser. the placenta. <laughs> yeah. I not a chaser. <laughs> I would take it like a shot if I really was like, okay, I'm gonna eat. I would have to be taking like a shot and wash down with some juice. <laughs> yeah, seriously. They're, no, I, I agree, Sam. I definitely not just like eat it like that. I need something to follow right yeah. after. Yeah. I'm so done. Carrying a baby, I'm not afraid of. I, and then I'm going to do the child, the natural childbirth. But I do have this fear of complications happening yeah. during childbirth, yeah. to be honest yeah. with you. That yeah. fear, especially with like the infant mortality rate right yeah. now, especially yeah. with, with um, black-, black women, it's yeah. ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's scary that so many, which is why I'm going the natural route. So many doctors are so dismissive to the concerns that a lot of a lot of Black women raise, a lot of minorities raise. They just like whatever, and that's that's why um, so many of them die during childbirth, and there's so many complications. Uh Um, So that is a fear of mine right there. When I am an actual mother, I just you know be a great mom i just want to be able mm-hmm. to connect to my children and raise them to be you know good humans so i think there's going to be some like struggle trying to figure out how to how to do it because it's new you know like yeah. raising a kid like <laughs> you're you're their guide everybody's experience is completely different so it doesn't matter how much advice you take from someone like i can go to raven and like girl you did this for nine years like t- mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what she tells me it's not going to be the same. So no. it's like, there is no book to this. You right. can read as many Absolutely. books as you want, but there's just no outline. Because your experience is going to be your experience. Absolutely. And they don't come with Absolutely. a handbook. Like, they this don't, child bro. will cry two to three times. He gets mad when, like, yeah. they don't have no handbook. And the thing is, you have to learn the certain cries, too. Like, okay, they're mm. crying because they want yes. food. Or they're crying because they got, yes. you know, they're itchy. Like, you have to learn these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, you know what I'm also yeah. afraid of? Cutting their nails, bro. Like, that's mad scary. Yeah, to I'm cutting Enjoy that. Nails. You're going to enjoy that. What? I actually do. I would do it for my little brothers and oh, my cousin, nieces no. and nephews. It's, I don't know. That and, okay, this is weird. This is weird. Like, the little, I don't know what Ew. it's called in English, but the, 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 with the nose. Yeah, yeah the that with thing, the nose. I don't know why it, like, makes me giggle inside every time I would do it. <laughs> but it's so fun. Touch. Weave it out. They still go, eh, eh. Right. I'm like, all right, being dramatic. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, like Chris said, for me, when it comes to fears, um, it's definitely it's not carrying the baby. I'm not worried because like I'm already like a holistic natural person. So I'm just 
everything will be great and stuff, but it's more the complications, like things happening or whatever. Um, that's why I choose not to have my child in a hospital setting. Like I'm a hundred percent against hospital setting. I will not do that. Christelle and I, we have spoke about this for years now that <laughs> she will be my doula. Yes, um, I'm having a natural birth, having a home birth. And like, that's what's going to happen. So that aspect also, another fear that I have when I think about kids, and especially like what was happening around like Obama's last term and stuff, or even when we was in college. So, and he was still president then too, with like having, a, knowing that I might have to bury a child. Like, mm. you know, I mean, you could bury a child. It doesn't have to be to gun violence. You could bury a child for any reason, but that fear, a parent's not supposed to bury their child. Oh. Mm. And that is something that I think is like heart wrenching. Like, Jesus, yeah. Lord yeah. have mercy. So that, you know, C-section complications. And then also, which I kind of spoke about earlier, is my parents and my grandparents not being alive to see my child get to their adult years Mm -hmm. that will really break me like you know that would really bother me yeah 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 um y'all touched on a lot (laughs) (laughs) so being pregnant was the best part healthy pregnancy throughout the entire nine months it was beautiful 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 and i don't know if you guys knew but i wanted to do a natural birth my doctors knew we were all prepared for me to have a natural birth. No epidural, no nothing, no drugs, no nothing. Mm-mm. But I had a complication where I kept leaking fluid and we couldn't understand where it came from. Mm-hmm. So when they finally admitted me to the hospital, um, they still didn't know where it came from. We waited, I want to say maybe, maybe 11 hours before I actually went under the knife and had a C-section. And come to find out my placenta was pulling away from my uterus, suffocating the baby. Wow. Mm. So, and these are things that we don't even think of. Like, and there can be so many other complications out there that you can experience at the drop of the dime. Like Mm -hmm. I said, I had a completely healthy pregnancy, body was healthy, everything. And then boom, the last, literally the last second, this is what happens. So that's what I would say scared me the most was like, how the hell did this happen? And we didn't know anything about it prior to it. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that scared me was I couldn't be left alone with Isaiah the first, well, I was only with him for like three weeks in the beginning, but like, I could not be left alone with him when his father left and went back to school and my mom went back to work and it was just me and the kid. I was like, wait, what do I do? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. he's crying. I'm crying. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> what is going on? I can't do this. Somebody get me a bottle. I'm going crazy. I feel like one of those white women who pops Xanax. Oh my God. <laughs> crazy with wine. It was, with the red wine, yes. So it was just like because it was all new and because I didn't have anyone to really, you know, prep me for it, I literally figured it all out by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll never forget. Um, I know y'all know my mom is a jokester and stuff like that, and she really doesn't take things seriously. So she came home and was like, you're going through postpartum depression. I was like, what? She's like, you look crazy. You look like you're going through post. Suck those tears up. Go look in the mirror. Cry and get it together because your child needs some damn milk. Uh, I was like, oh, okay. All right. Got it. Got it. Kim, got it. Heard you. So that, yeah, 
that is it, it, it still doesn't get easier. Um, it's not gonna get easier. Maybe the second child, I'll probably have it all figured out, but I'm still learning every day with this being um that calls me mother. And Sinead, to bring up the point that she was saying, raising a black man in this society, I guess it's scary. It's during fuck. this climate, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's scary as because it doesn't matter how sweet and innocent your kid is. Mm. They will still target them because of the color of his skin. And he wants to be a police officer. He wants to be a doctor, you know? And it doesn't help that his family, my side of the family, they're all nothing but law enforcement, correction officers, police officers, deputies. So it's like, he's thinking we're we're the good guys, which my family is, of course. But then you go on the street and someone will just target you just because of the color of your skin and you have a hoodie on your head. Mm-hmm. That is mind-boggling. I never want to wake up and hear that I get a phone call, you know, for not even just him, but even my brother. Like, it's it's so scary. And I just, this is where I think I kind of would want his father to step in a little bit and teach him the proper things to do as a young black man in this world. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like I wouldn't be able to give the same direction. And especially because your father is here, your father is in the picture and in your life. I think that's something that those two need to talk about. Mm-hmm. And mommy, you're crazy, you're wild, you're you know kind of dramatic. You got to stand back for a second and let his father direct him in this situation. Yeah. That's I'm not even front. With everything that's happened, and this is back to Trayvon, like, when I've seen everything that's been occurring, I'm not going to lie, sometimes I get the thoughts like, yeah, I don't have kids because of what I see, because of the fear of losing my child, because of I don't want to experience that that pain as a parent. So I'm like, nope, I don't want to bring a child into this world. Mm-hmm. But then again, I, like, God reels me back like, uh-uh, I got you covered. I'm going to protect you and your family. So then I'm like, okay, no, I can't allow what I see in this world to keep me from something that my heart desires. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's tough and it's scary. It's yeah. a hard reality like, to, yeah. that we're faced, especially with ongoing news about another person, another hashtag of somebody's name. Right. And I know I think of my brothers, my cousins and everything. And I'm just like, geez, I pray that I don't get a call like that. But then thinking about when I have children, yeah, it makes me think, should I even bring a child into this world? Mm-hmm. It's scary as hell. It's so scary. Yeah. So that is a fear of mine there. That. That. And it's um, funny. Um, usually on Mother's Day, um, and I kind of forgot about this, The Boston has the Mother's Day walk where there's mm-hmm. mothers that are walking because their child died from gun violence. Mm-hmm. Um, I do walk with Sharice's um, mom. Um, she died a few years ago from gun violence. So it's like it kind of brings you back to that fear. And, you know, if you look left and right and there's just moms wearing these t-shirts and a mom started, originally started it. Um, and it's grown, you know, so big, but it's like you, every mother's day, you know why you're walking and it's because, and, and they've set up, um, as you walk, you see the faces of kids or, you know, people that have died. So it's like, it kind of brings you back to that fear of having a child and them being murdered. So, Mm -hmm. Wow, yes, for sure. I didn't know that. Wow. But our kids are going to be covered. We can't keep that fear, allow that fear to keep us from having children in the future. Nope. That's true. But shout out to y'all, you know, wanting to do natural births and stuff. And you, Raven, saying that you wouldn't even do the epidural. 
bitch, my t- pain tolerance, give me the epidural. I'm gonna need all the pain, all the pain meds. <laughs> I like sidebar. I know pain is different for everybody, and y'all know I love pain. But when they broke my water, it just felt like a really bad cramp. Like that's it. But again, everybody's experience is different. Like <clears throat> it just felt like a really, really, really bad cramp. Like okay, so let me roll over. Maybe it'll feel better this way. I've but, had I've had cysts in my ovaries, and when they erupt, they erupt. They it is the most painful thing I have ever experienced. I, I've been healed of that, but like I think I was like 14 or something when I realized I had cysts and erupt. Girl, I was in so much pain, like no. So I'm like, childbirth, I'm getting that epidural. I've experienced <laughs> way too much pain. I don't like cramps, I don't like none of that feeling. So epidural okay. please. But I have considered like going the midwife route. Um it's funny, my brother. No huh? I know they that was a thought of mine. I know that was just a thought of mine. My brother's girl is actually a midwife, and I was like, "That'd be so cool if she delivered my baby." That would. <laughs> um, yeah. But I was like, "Nah, son, I need that drug." <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm <laughs> somewhere. Between, okay, I'm between, like, I feel like I'm somewhere between hood rat and holistic. So I <laughs> thought about wanting like maybe that natural birth but then i'm like i don't even like paper cuts so you know what i'm saying but i have a fear that people are not going to listen to me because i'm black and i'm plus size and i feel like they think i'm joking so oh wow so yeah and that's my fear so so sam what you think though are you gonna definitely go with the holistic route or you think i don't know it's like I don't know. I think I'm going to have a lot. I'm going to have a lot of people like in my corner, which is good and bad. But like I would have the crystals, but then I would have like a doctor. Like I would if I'm going to go that route, then crystal has to be in the room. Like if that's yep. going to, you know what I'm saying? So it's like if I have to go to the hospital, just know that we're going to have some sage around here. We got some crystals around here. <laughs> yes, we will. You know what I'm saying? Crystals, you know, but there's going to be some prayer too. Don't think that, you yes. know what I'm saying? So I'm somewhere in, in between. But I think that I'm going to incorporate a lot. But if I can do it, then maybe, but because I'm plus size, I do have high blood pressure. I don't want to put myself at risk. I don't want to put everyone around me like, oh my God, what is happening? Because I can mm-hmm. panic. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of that that I do take into consideration. Yeah. Um, but I just want to have a healthy baby and I just want to be surrounded by people who are going to listen when something's wrong and not, you know, because I'm going to get mad and I know everybody mm-hmm. around me is about to get mad. So <laughs> I just, I just want, like I said, if I do have a doctor, I just want them to be, to listen. That's just my I just want them to listen and I want them to take the precautions in order to keep me and this baby like safe and healthy. And you know what I'm saying? So there's that, like, like I said, I'm so in between. I think I, I, for me, because of my situation, I have to have a doctor. Like I don't yeah. even think it's an option for me to be like, Ooh, I'm going to do a doula or a midwife. Like my situation is unique. So I can't even think of like doing anything other than going to the hospital. Cause I feel like I, I don't know if it would be considered high risk. Mm. But um, I know my situation is different, so I would even play with that. Like I have, mm. I would have to go to a doctor because I feel like my a specialist would also need to be involved. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even when people do natural and um, home births, they always have you know that backup plan in case yeah have to be rushed to the hospital or something. Which is why it's, it is suggested if you're gonna have a doula, also have a midwife. Um, yeah. mm. there's everything. But no, I totally hear you. Yeah. I've seen, and I've seen or hear heard of stories like you have this whole plan set out 
and you giving birth in your living room or you giving birth right. in your car, like yes. or in the back of that ambulance. So <laughs> you, remember Tiana Taylor had it in the bathroom? Who? Really? Yeah. Tiana Taylor, she had her she baby. Did. Yep, she had it in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh wow, I did not know that. Yeah. She cut her yeah. vocal cord with gray beads. Oh my gosh. You never know how it's going to happen for you. So even me saying I, I'm going to need that, dr- that drug, girl, I could be walking to my freaking driveway and I'll push that baby out. Like, <laughs> I guess, honestly, Ev, I can see that happening. Me you, too. Like, set, I honestly feel call, like that would like, happen. Bro, I don't even I feel, don't yeah, I, yo, Sam, that is so true. I don't, yeah, I would be the one that I don't make it to the hospital. Like yeah. that baby's delivered in my room or something like that. And I, I, I did with no drug. Like he's he's in the car right now. Okay, we, we didn't like, make it. Like that's how I feel. Like I was gonna call it. <laughs> yeah, he didn't make it. He's in the car. Like, right <laughs> yeah, we just headed to the hospital to get a checkup. You know, I'm yeah, good. we gotta clean the car out. But you know, we're yeah. good, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that happening for me. That is funny. But yeah, we're super women, so I can. I can't. It doesn't matter if I'm sitting here saying that I'm not gonna tolerate this pain and give me that epidural. Like our right. body does amazing things. So. Yeah, built for these things. We are. But you know, you know what? I'm just thinking about it. I get, yeah, definitely one of my fears is that it's going to be hard to conceive. Yeah. Mm. Like not to be able to have a baby. That Mm -hmm. is, that's always been like in the back of my mind for like many different reasons. And I'm just like, what if it's, what if it it is a difficult process? What do right. what, I have to go and get, you know, the, the shots and cause those things are one expensive, um, having multiple oh, miscarriages. Yeah. That's, yeah you know, that's a whole emotional yeah. overload on top. Like that's a scary thought. And I try not to think that way, but it, it is one of those, you know, deep thoughts where it's like, what if I can't have a baby? Crystal, it's so interesting that you said that because I'm not going to lie. That has crossed my mind a few times only as I got older though because when I was mm-hmm. young and you know I was just like oh yeah you know I already have kids that never crossed my mind but as I get older I wonder I always say like damn I wonder like me being older if I've made it more difficult for myself not to have kids rather mm-hmm. than if I had kids in my 20s I would have been okay but now that I'm pushing like I'm past you know I'm going in, into my 30s deeper and deeper I'm just like I wonder if if it's going to be difficult for me to um, bear children. And Mm -hmm. that's a fear because then, like, what if you're in a concrete relationship with a guy, let's say, for a year, six Mm -hmm. months, even two years, and you guys decide to have kids and then you find out you can't have kids, then what happens? Right. Because not Mm -hmm. every guy wants to be okay with that. You know, then you're forced to, what, like you said, pay for certain things or to adopt but what if he really wants to have a child of his own like there's a lot of layers that comes into this trust me i've thought about it it's it is a little you know it's overwhelming yeah and i again like i said i try not to get deep into those thoughts because i'm like okay how am i going to react if i do have to get those ivf shots or something like that then i think about the women who they're not able to um conceive have their own children and they go the other alternative routes such as getting a surrogate or something i'm not opposed to that personally i would want to be a surrogate for someone i want to have my babies first at least one of my children but i'm not opposed to being a surrogate for someone but like thinking about that process and yes having a partner who wants their wants to have their own children and not um necessarily just adopt that ruins a lot of relationships i hear about that a lot Mm -hmm. how that affects a lot of relationships but 
I just want to make it known that a lot of women are the first to feel like they're the reason why they can't have kids. Oh, yeah. And yes. the men is never real. gets oh, yes. tested. Mm-hmm. And men, y'all sperm count. And if, if it's not above a certain level, okay. you are the reason. You can be the reason why you guys are not conceiving. So let's eliminate this stigma and stereotype that it's always the woman. Negroes, check on your swimmers. Mm-hmm. Check but on your swimmers, okay? Check on your swimmers. But think about <laughs> going back, because we had this conversation before about society and the pressures on women, especially when it comes mm-hmm. to marriage, um, childbearing, all these different things. We are supposed to have ch- children. Yeah, like this, you know, that's what we're made for. And that's like the, the goal is to get married and have kids and a family and da-da-da-da-da. Yes. So then when that does happen, when if we're in that space where we can't, it's it's very hard, we can't have children, we have to go through all these procedures and such. Yeah, we're going to feel like, okay, this is something's wrong with me. What is wrong with me? Right. Why can't exactly. I do Exactly. So it's like the men definitely should get checked, as should the women, but... It is hard to, to not be like, dang, I feel less of a woman because I can't have children. But, you know, those, I feel like, yes, because of society, which isn't a bitch, um, we'll automatically feel like it's our fault. We'll automatically feel like it's our fault. But, like, do not cross off all the options before you start blaming yourself. If mm-hmm. Even though you shouldn't blame yourself, make sure you go through everything. Get everything done. Right. Before yeah. you blame yourself. Because I know there's a lot of men out there that's like, oh, I keep pregnant more and I don't get nobody pregnant and your sperm count is low, bro. Yeah, like, <laughs> very low. And they don't realize it's these men, they be sleep. They don't realize it's the things that they consume, the alcohol, certain things, or the things that they've done to their body, the drugs, mm-hmm. like, so many different mm-hmm. factors, you know. Yeah. My mom used to work at a sperm bank and I know she probably don't think that I remember this, but she did. And she used to come home with the crazy stories. Like, oh, this man had a, a swimmer with two heads. This man had a swimmer with no head. Like, these things matter, people. Your swimmers are not always top-notch. Top-notch. Y'all got some crazy moments <laughs> in y'all little sperm that y'all be releasing. Sorry, getting back to the point. I That is one of my fears. Um, when the time is right, when I want to have children that I can't conceive. So for me, like, if I wasn't able to conceive, and, you know, my husband definitely wanted to, you know, have a child that, you know, was flesh of his flesh, blood of his blood. I would look into the route of surrogacy. I mean, I would feel some type of way, though. Like, looking at the next woman carry my child. Woo! <laughs> I know it's a beautiful thing and it's a blessing still, but, like, I would feel some type of way. That's a hard thing to deal with. Yeah. Because yeah. you would want to carry your child. Yeah. Like, I want to experience that. I want to feel the kick. I want to feel... Experience. The flutters. I want to experience the morning sickness. I want to have the cravings. Like I want all of that. Like I want to create that bond with that child inside of me. It's different. I feel like if you, you know, you experience childbirth, and now like you're going the surrogate route. But if you've never experienced childbirth, mm-hmm. to know that you have to go a different route, I think that's just you know very tough. It is. I feel like that. It is for me. I I know that would be really difficult for me. For sure. Yeah. Like you said, Twin, every woman has been invented that eventually you will have a family, get married, have a kid. Like, we already have a process that we're supposed to foresee and do. So it's like, mm, it's not happening. We have to do something different. But shout out to, the, to those women who, yeah, are struggling to conceive and 
they they just won't they won't quit. They're gonna keep finding and, and don't quit and don't quit. And if that's what you really yeah, want, no. don't quit. Look at Gabrielle Union. Like okay, the amount of miscarriage her that woman baby. has had and her cute mm-hmm. baby. Oh my <laughs> she Such a is blessing. a mood. She oh, she gives faces. Her. That's why I called her the mean baby because she will look at you like, really? Oh, oh yeah. She- and it's like, I don't care if you're Gabrielle Union, please leave. Like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like <laughs> she <laughs> came into this world not playing. Like, she was not with it. Today is Mother's Day, and Gabrielle Union is like, damn, it's Mother's Day, and Gab, she don't even want me with her. Like, that baby's like, nah. <laughs> This. I need a break from you. Tell <laughs> you're still here. Why? Right. Like, Dwayne Wade, who? Like, I feel like she- <laughs> <laughs> that baby is a complete mood. Oh my gosh. Yep. Absolutely. So I'm curious to know, Raven, exactly. How is it raising a son that's eight years old being identified as a lesbian? So, like, what does that look like? What do you think of? What's the conversation that you may have around Jr. Because he is of an age where he understands, he retains, he goes and visits his father. He sees a man and a woman. So what does that look like for you? What is your conversations around? Do you bring other women around him? Like, what is that aspect of being a mother to your big eight-year-old boy? Um, before he was born, me and his father had this conversation, actually. Because I was just like, you know, if we don't work out, you know, my lifestyle is that I am a gay, lesbian, bisexual woman, whatever you want to call it. Um, I was like, and how would you feel about that? Would it make you feel indifferently that this is how that the mother of your child is going to be raising your son? And he reassured me and basically said, why would I judge you, especially being, you know, the family members that I have in my life? So it was really good to hear that and I told myself with anyone I'm going to treat it the same if I'm dating they're not going to meet my son until I know for a fact it's you know something genuine something solid um if it is something genuine something solid then we'll take the baby steps um thankfully I guess you can say when Papa was born I was already in something solidified with somebody else so that's his normal. That's his natural. He he knows that, oh, mommy, mommy dates this. Oh, me and mommy going to fight about this because that's my girlfriend, but that's mommy's girlfriend. So we're going to fight about that. Like, it's cute, it's funny, and it's harmless. And then he understands that when he goes to daddy's house, daddy has a wife. That's daddy's wife. That's my stepmommy. We're cool with that. So I'm waiting, honestly, for the day for him to ask me. Like, hey, Ma, you know, I noticed that um, you don't date men or men aren't around. There's always a woman. What's this? What's happening? And I'll keep it a complete buck with him. I'll be very honest and very open with him. I'll tell him this is what I am. I'll explain what it is to him. Um, and thankfully for him, because of the society that we live in, it's more accepting. So the only thing that I would say that he may have to fear or worry about would be if he has like a performance or a graduation or award ceremony and I walk in with a woman on my arm and then his friends go, your mommy's with a girl. What's that? Sir, tell them little bitches and bastards to shut the fuck up. Okay. All right. Okay. Children. 
tell them to mind their business and that this is what it is. Yeah. Like he's, this is his normal. Uh, he's never questioned nothing. He lives his merry-go-lucky life. And I'm just thankful I have a really good understanding son, I guess you could say, <laughs> at a young age, because there's no, no questions asked at all. Okay. That's good. I think a few things could come into fact. And maybe one, it just hasn't hit him yet. It hasn't yeah. gone on mm-hmm. yet. But then two, as you did touch on, this is a different generation that's mm-hmm. coming up. So these younger kids, especially living in America, it's not really abnormal anymore as we see to see same sex dating, marriage, whatever. That's not really abnormal in America. Um, so he might have peers at school. That's the same thing. His friends. So it, it will also be a different journey for him. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. A lot of his family members who are a part of the LGBT community. So mm-hmm. it's like, I don't ever want him to feel as if he has to question things. I want him to already be like, nope, this is what it is. Why? What? I don't understand why this is not your normal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. So that's my go-to of how I'm trying to raise him is this is your normal. It's not everyone's normal, but when you're out in these streets, make it as if it should be their normal and there should be no other questions asked. That's really interesting, right? Um, I mean, I definitely hope when you do have that conversation with him, it's a smooth one. And like you're saying that like he, it's great that he's understanding as a child right now. So that way, you know, yeah, he gets it and he, he doesn't have those second guesses or anything like that about what his normal looks like. So that's pretty cool. Another question that I did have as well is if you could take one thing maybe that your mother instilled in you, what would that be? Something that you want to carry on to your children for sure. What would that be? Um, for me, it would definitely be her resilience. Um, I've noted pre- in previous episodes that my mom is a single parent. My father left when I was five. Um, she has to raise five children on her own. And she could have gave up. She could have gave us up for adoption. She could have, you know, sent us away to live with our other family members or whatever. She could have gave up on life. But she kept pressing. She worked her tail off to take care of us. And she just kept pushing. Um, she didn't allow what society, you know, deemed her as, you know, being a single mother or whatever the case is. She didn't allow society to keep her down and, you know, not take care of us or not push forward. So definitely her resilience. That's why even with my situation, I'm able to continue on. I was able to complete my degrees and work a full-time job and not and just look past my current situation. So that's definitely what I take from my mom is her resilience. Yeah, that's lovely. Uh, what I would take away, and I feel like she just has so many qualities because I just love my mama, but I would want her patience. I think that she has a lot of patience that I just don't have yet. Um, and I think she's gone through so much, but she still like remains, you know, she still um, is this like strong woman and, and things like that. So I just pray that when I do have a kid that I'm just somewhat like her and I just hope that I just have the patience and one thing I pray that 
I am open to, or can provide more cultures to my child, which is what my mom did to, for me, where I know I am very open to other people and understand other cultures. And she definitely kind of instilled that in me. Like, we might not do it this way, but they do it this way. Like, and, you know, again, different foods, because, you know, <laughs> so I hope that my children are open to me introducing new things that are maybe not normal to them or something that they're used to um, regarding someone's culture and how they do things differently. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think. There's so many things that I can take away from my mother. Um, the main thing that I would want to take away is being a good human. I think my mom instilled that in us just being like a good person, being good to others, you know, um, don't be ugly and just be open like your mom, Sam. It's being open to other people's and their differences, um, cultures and everything like that. My mom is such a loving person. She loves everyone. She's such a nurturer. And I want to be that same, be the same way with my kids. I want to let them know, like, everyone is beautiful in their own way. Everyone's unique. We're not all the same. Um, and the goal is to just be a good person. Just be good. That's it. Yeah. I think one thing I'll take away from my mom is strength. Um, that's one strong Black woman. Um, raising two children, single mother, you know, she never shed a tear. So her strength is what I hope to have instilled in me while raising my son. Awesome. Um, for me, ladies, it would be one thing my mother instilled in me, I would say, is discipline. Definitely. And she instilled discipline in me from a youth. And I don't know, it was very imperative growing up that, you know, my grandmother, I could hear her now saying like, manners bring you through the world. And I think like having certain discipline and manners, like in a cultural upbringing is the foundation to my life. And I feel like because of those certain disciplines and manners, like I, I just see where it just has shaped and molded me. And I'm very like, stern when it comes to like certain etiquette manners discipline I just feel like you know we should act a certain way we talk a certain way especially around like our elders you know like being around you ladies and your parents and your grandparents is just a certain respect and certain things that we do so it would just be um making sure that my kids are well disciplined all great things great (laughs) we're gonna be some great moms I'm excited I'm so excited um shout out to having a baby next year fat old baby yeah yes (laughs) juicy roly baby because i love fat babies babies where they got creases and food gets stuck in the crease i'm done (laughs) (laughs) i had one it was fun baby oh roly body baby (laughs) my little michelin man I want to wish all of your mothers a happy Mother's Day um, and your aunts, grandmothers, everyone. I hope they have a wonderful, wonderful weekend, day. They get to relax and all that stuff. Spoil them, please. (laughs) But send them my love for sure. Yes, for sure. All right, guys. So this brings us to the deck where we do talk about our favorite king, queen, joker, and jackass of the week. I'll start. So this week, I want to obviously honor the mothers out there, especially, yes. ooh, excuse me, especially Raven, 
Um, we love you. Shout out to my mama, my aunts, my all of you guys. So many of y'all who have kids. So wow. shout out to y'all. I love you. <laughs> I hope you are spoiled, um, right in this weekend and for the rest of the year. Honestly, every day you should be spoiled. So happy Mother's Day. Love you all. I'd like to piggyback off of Christelle and you know shout out all the mothers, my mama, uh, Kia, my boo. Um, All the new mothers that are now pregnant and like, you know, you still a mother. Okay, girl. So even though you're not holding your little bundle of joy, if you are with child, happy mothers and you, Raven, I love you so much, girl. God gives, you know, his toughest warriors anything. So I don't know if I could have made it through college (laughs) being pregnant. I probably would have like went home to my mama like I don't know what I would have done so I'm so proud of you I'm so happy that you shared the story and I'm you know I wouldn't change anything either I would always be there for you I love you so much and also I like to mention two kings um it's been reported that little Richie has passed away what yes it, little Richard what? little Richard did I say little Ricky yeah I'm like who's Richie you did I was like Richard. It's been reported that little Richard, he is one of Rock's founding fathers. He has passed away at the age of 87. That's been reported. As well as Andre Harrell, he passed away this morning as well. So two kings, two pioneers in the music industry lost two in one day. Andre Harrell, he is the reason why we have Diddy and Bad Boy and Jodeci Mm -hmm. and all those music groups y'all love. Like he is the reason why he has them. So Shout out to those two kings. May you both rest in peace. Mm. That is unfortunate. Oh my god. A lot of deaths. A lot of deaths. Yeah. I heard a heard this morning, but I didn't know. Yeah. Richard, yeah. Little like... Richard just they just posted it like 30 minutes ago. Oh my oh, god. Wow. Yeah. And we haven't heard from him in a in a while. In a long like, I knew time. sometimes when, when celebrities get quiet and I'm not man, I'm not saying I'm not surprised, but sometimes when they get real, real quiet. Like the inevitable is almost like around the corner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy. Um, definitely want to piggyback off of the two ladies. Definitely, um, one of my queens is definitely Raven. I love her so much. Um, and you know, couldn't imagine on um, this journey or our friendship without Junior in it. Um, I think that makes all of our friendships very unique. Um, and to you know be a semi daddy was great. Um, <laughs> Raven for that. Um, definitely a happy Mother's Day to my mom. Of course, I'm not going to start crying. I'll just say that. Um, and definitely a happy Mother's Day to the women that helped me be the woman that I am today. Um, a lot of the times my mom had to work. She had two jobs and I was always over like Danae's house, which is my first best friend and Teresa's house, which is my second best friend. And Carla and Angie were like my second and third moms. So I love them literally to death. Um, and my grandmother, who is my one of my favorite old ladies ever. Uh, so mm-hmm. definitely happy Mother's Day to them. And the upcoming moms and the new moms. Yes. Um, definitely super exciting. I love when people are pregnant, especially when they're girls, because I want them to name them Samantha so bad. But definitely. <laughs> so yeah, happy Mother's Day to people who aren't moms, but still yes. have a, mm. who still play a mom role. Um, and somebody that might not be a biological to them even teachers who take and now we see how Mm. how important teachers are in the development of a child um so Mm -hmm. definitely just happy mother's day even though even if they're not moms i'm sorry this is ev again but i'd love to shout out my girl donnie's my cousin she is about to give birth to a baby girl (gasps) 
Um, her due date is like next week, so. Oh, oh, yes, honey. Yes, 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 we love you. Yes, we love you. Happy yes, mommy's day. I can't wait. Oh my god. I am so excited. Yes, so D, I love you. I cannot wait to meet her. And mm-hmm. oh, this is such a blessing. So happy Mother's Day to you too. That's so exciting. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for her to have her baby. Yes. So I would just like to give a shout out as well to all the moms of course my mom my two godmothers y'all mothers my aunties my oldest sister Brittany, tony kia and lastly raven of course um raven you're awesome thank you for giving us a jr um <laughs> also you're welcome your strength through college, what I take from all of this as your friend, you know, be on the outside looking in and like you and your life and watching the process. I'm like, the learning curve it was for me was I heard growing up is kind of not true, you know. So for the listeners, I say, don't let anyone tell you that getting pregnant will ruin your life. Mm-hmm. And I take Raven as a billboard example because her GPA went up to a 3.8. She was awarded with different awards. She still held all her leadership positions on campus. And if anything, she excelled more as well as she was the first one out of all of us to get her master's degree. So having JR did not stop her in any way, shape or form. She still succeeded. She's in her career. She's doing her and she's, she's climbing her ladder. She's knocking down goals. So okay. for me to see that, I'm just like, wait, so you're saying like we all could have had kids. And in my mind, you, know, <laughs> you are a step ahead of us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You do also have something that we all want to accomplish. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Ray, mm-hmm. me, shout out to you. I love you. You're my girl. And yes. um, keep knocking down those bowling pins. Yes. yes. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, She's crying. Okay. She's on Hennessy right now. Wrap it up. I do want to definitely um, send love and light out. I'm sure all of you ladies heard about that young man who was killed while jogging. Ahmad um, Aubrey, I believe is is Mm -hmm. how you say his name. Um, It's so sad, so devastating. And it's draining to continuously hear about these things, about our brothers and sisters being killed like this. But I'm sending so much love to his family, um, friends, and I'm glad those horrible men were arrested finally. They could be arrested. I need them convicted. No, right. that's what I'm saying. I want the I want them to be penalized. Yeah, yeah they're right. yes. they've been denied bail, but there's a big difference. Oh, yeah, huge difference. We, we got Zimmerman still walking these streets. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And did you see that they pulled the Christian card? Like, we are Christians. Yeah. Uh, get out of here. Of course. It's either the religious card or the mental health oh. card. So, yeah. yeah. They, all, you know they, lie, right? they also lied because they were saying that there were burglaries in the town or in that area. And that's why they went looking for him. Girl, the police released that there were no burglaries reported in that area. So, that's what they be doing. Wow. That's what and they, they, they be had, doing. They had, they had plenty of time. They had plenty of time. It happened two months ago. So they have plenty of time. Yeah, yeah they have the whole story. They have multiple stories to put out. It's a problem. Yeah. So they have multiple stories to put out. And I, I did see a post that said, 
um, they didn't arrest them because of what they saw. They arrested them because we saw. We saw the video. We oh, saw yeah. the video. And that's outrageous. such truth. It's such truth. Um, but yeah. it gives me chills just to think about it. Yes. But um, and we but don't arresting need people our that young other, We're going to need the others that are not Black to mm. step mm. up. Use your voice. Yep. Okay. And I've been seeing a couple of them. For example, you white people. It ain't only them. It ain't only them. Right. No, it's not only them, but that's who I'm a target right now. You white people, UK Verdians who think y'all not from Africa, y'all too, and everybody else. Step up. Do what the hell y'all need to do. Stop playing blindsided and think, oh, well, but because... No, they don't like you either. So They like everything but the black body. But Exactly. Right. So... But rest in peace, Kim. So rest in peace, Kim. Rest in peace, absolutely. All right, ladies, this was beautiful. Um, This is the end of our episode. Listeners, please like, subscribe, and share. And we will see you next week. Have a great and beautiful Mother's Day weekend. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you, ladies. I love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.